from the hosts that brought you to Coding Westworld and Westworld the Recapables comes the Ringer Prestige TV podcast on Westworld. I'm Joanna Robinson. I'm Danny Heifetz. And I'm David Shoemaker. Welcome to Westworld Season 4 and the Prestige TV Podcast feed, where we're going to break down every episode of Westworld Season 4. Every Monday, the day after the show comes out on the Prestige TV Podcast feed. Wherever you get your podcasts, but get them on Spotify. It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find out what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available. And listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older. 18 and older in D.C. and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. Arby's better not catch you slacking on snacking with their new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps. And your choice of ranch, barbecue, honey, mustard, and a bonus flavor called Incredible Value. You can't taste it, but boy, is it sweet. Arby's two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. Bobbin, real ones. Logan Murdoch here. Raja Bell there. Raja, first little summer pod that we have. Giraffes coming up. How you doing, man? Man, I'm good, brother. I'm chilling, man. Um, let's see. Got kids in basketball camp. Um, got mm. kids in regular camp, and then I'm taking my two older boys to the Manning Passing Academy tomorrow morning. So, mm. hey, we're just doing what we do. Manning Passing Academy. Are you gonna be all right? Are you gonna be good when you see Peyton Manning in, at the Manning Academy? Are you gonna be all right? Listen, I keep it very buttoned up. Okay, I have an okay. ability to stiffen up and okay. act like I've been there before, and I will continue to do that in the presence of greatness like that. Okay. All right. And okay. Who's your, like, I know you're a guy that like, who's your one person that you're like, all that shit goes out the window. Like who's who, I know you are really calm, cool and collected during normal. When you see people like people don't phase you and stuff, but who's the one person that's like, Oh shit, man. I mean, I don't know. I haven't really had that many. MJ did that to me when I was, when I was younger, for sure. Um, I would, you know, I think probably Tom, Tom Brady, I'd probably be a little, it would take me a minute. I'd be good. Like, those dudes are my age, so I ain't going to act crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Usually it's somebody older, but Tom's one of those dudes that for at least a moment, I'd be like, oh, this is goat shit. This is goat. I saw um, in the game one of the finals this year, I was like face-to-face with Magic Johnson. I didn't say anything, right. but I was like, oh, shit. That's Magic Johnson. Like, I had, At that point, I had been watching. Like, Winning time was over. I'd watched the whole season of winning time. I had been so, which meant that I was watching a ton of Lakers docs, and I just had a lot of Magic Johnson in my life. I walk up and fuck, there's Magic Johnson, and I just was like, kind of quiet because I felt like if I'd say anything, it'd be stupid. Yeah, Magic. I, I, my, my Magic story. He came to work out with the Hawks when I was in training camp with the Hawks back in. It was probably like '99, and he was in Atlanta, and uh, he played with us. His team, no matter who he had on it, like won every game, and then he. 
he hung out with us afterwards, like in the locker room. And I don't know that I ever spoke to him either, Logan, but I was just kind of in awe of him for the, for the next hour, just being in the presence. That, that, that aura is just different, bro. There's only a couple people with that aura. For sure. For sure. And magic, magic holds court in a way that, that the energy, right? Like he, he, everyone's kind of, it's like a magnet. So everyone's kind of drawn to it and he holds court and he's laughing and having a good time. And that, that was pretty cool as a young fella to watch. How many fouls did you get called on you by Magic Johnson? Like, how many times did he call a foul on you that that you barely even touched him? Nah, man, Magic, no. Uh-uh. There's code to that, bro. Like, you ain't calling no fouls. Like, unless it's egregious, and I'm going to give you that foul, so you don't have to call a foul. I'm not fouling you. Okay. okay. Yeah. I feel like you'd be fouling, though. I feel like you'd be hacking. I feel like that's something. Well, ain't nobody you, out you... there hacking. Nah, oh, okay. nobody's hacking, okay. and, and we're playing D. Like, but... I mean, if you out there calling fouls over and over again in, in summer league, then that says something about you, not me. Mm, mm, mm. Keeping with the theme of party fouls, um, Kyrie <laughs> well Irving has been oh. uh, in the uh, has been in the news lately. Um, apparently, according to Shams, there has been an impasse between Kyrie Irving and and management in terms of a contract. There have been reports by one Stephen A. Smith that uh, Kyrie has been running practices after practice. Mm-hmm. And basically, uh, this all comes at the heels of Kyrie has a player option that he can pick up or decline. And I don't know if this is that the Nets want, don't, if this is these leaks are the Nets don't want him on the team. And they want to, and all this is coming out before you know the option is there, and they they want to make a deal for him. I don't know about all all these rumors. I don't know what they mean. Um, there have been reports that uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie aren't as close as they they once may have seemed. Who said that? Um, ESPN's Nick Friedel, also friend wow. of the show. This is interesting, Raja, because as we we it was funny because we both interacted with the uh, the Nets around the same time this season, right? We both saw them at a conversation with Kevin and Kyrie where, you know, there was a moment in Memphis where I asked Kyrie how long you want to play with Kevin and vice versa. They said they'd be playing forever together. They would be playing in, in, in LA Fitness one day, in one day. And maybe that might, and I don't know if that's going to be the case, but what do you see from... You know, all these, the, the rumors that are coming out, the leaks that are coming out, and what does that say about where the Nets are right now? Um, I have a few thoughts. First, I find really, really interesting the, the leaking of information coming out of places, that whole game that's played where these things, I mean, that were happening throughout the season and no one got wind of them because no one wanted them to. Now they're everywhere. Yeah. Right? And it's like all at the same time. Like, not just one rumor, but... There are four different things that people are are writing about. Um, I also find the NBA star relationship very interesting in a way that, like, you know, you just said those guys were going to play together for forever. And the NBA star relationship to me seems, (laughs) it seems a lot more turbulent and fragile than just regular relationships. Like, these dudes are in in love and then they're not. Like that. It's really quick. It's hot and cold. But that's I, so that's got nothing to do with the, the Nets and their situation. Their situation is a little dicey, though. Like it's, you know, for, for a team that came into the season thinking they had the three 
you know, three of the best offensive players in the league to be minus one of them um, for whatever reason. And now sitting there staring down the barrel of maybe being minus the second one. Uh, and, and then uncertainty being around what would come back for that. I mean, it's a really interesting, precarious kind of situation for the Nets because, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, Kyrie can opt into this, right? Like, mm-hmm. right. And so I have to imagine, I've said this before, and I'll say, I mean, it's, this isn't a secret. Kyrie, when he is healthy and bought in, is as good and as skilled a basketball player as, as I've seen. You know, I'm barring, you know, maybe MJ and, and LeBron, but I'm telling you, man, this cat's skill level and the shit that he can do with a ball is crazy. Having said that, you know, you have to worry, given recent history, about buy-in and overall commitment for whatever reason, right? And you can have your feelings. I'm not even just talking about you know, the, the vaccination and the non-vax, I'm past that. I'm just talking about generally being bought into what's being, what's being said there and what's being trying, what's trying to be accomplished. Like you have to have reservations and concerns about that. And so as great as he is, I mean, it leaves you in a really sticky spot as an organization. First off, I want to get to the leaks first. What does it tell you, Raja, when leaks come out around this time? Does it tell you that they've been waiting on this information to pop at just the right moment? Is it too far gone when the leaks start coming out? What is What are these particular leaks telling you about a relationship between a star and an organization? Well, these leaks, and I'm reading the tea leaves. I'm uh, uh, all right. In fairness, like I don't, I don't really know. But when the, when these type of leaks start coming out, and you know they're they're of the nature that they are, it suggests that that relationship is on its last legs. That's just me reading these tea leaves, all right? Like, I could be completely wrong. I don't know. But that's what the the type of leaks and the situations that they're describing in the leaks would suggest to me, right? Like, this is there's been a lot of frustration all season long between the two parties. There's been way more that's being leaked. You, do you understand what I'm saying? There's way more that's actually, that has transpired than is being leaked. And so what we're getting is just a, a snippet of a relationship that is sour. So remember when I went down there, and I would love to hear your experiences on that. It just seemed like a very, just a tense time. There was I think I went there in late March or mid March, right before the playoff run. I was actually there when um when when the when the mandate was lifted, uh, so Kyrie can play again. It was it was interesting, man. Like it didn't. It seemed like a, a team that was really just centered around Kevin. Just gonna be frank, not a lot of talent otherwise. And if there was talent, um, it was you know older talent like a Blake Griffin, you know Lamarcus yeah. Aldridge, guys that didn't play much. And then as the season goes on, it doesn't look like a team that is fortified for championship, right? Because there's there's a lot of people that kind of wa- watch this team, and especially last season, they're like, well, you know, if they get all their guys back, they might have a shot at it. Nah, you could just tell. I don't know where the Nets go from here with Kyrie on the team or not. I don't know where they go. Do they do they trade Kyrie and get some pieces? I don't know what they do from or if they don't do that and Kyrie comes back, there's gonna be that there's gonna be that tension there all next season. And that I don't think that tension is conducive to winning a championship, Raja. I don't know where they go from here. I don't get paid enough to make those decisions. Um, Sean Marks and company, good luck with it. Um, I do trust that. <laughs> I do trust that they'll, they'll, they'll work something out. They're not afraid, at least, to take a swing. Um, here's what I'd say to Kyrie coming back and you guys already being 
when dealing with a personality like Kyrie, the the lack of trust that's probably there already, probably from both sides. Like I'm not just saying the Nets towards Kyrie. It's clear that for whatever reason, I don't I don't think Kyrie really trusts the Nets. I don't so, think he would. I don't. Why, there's no reason he would trust the Nets if they're leaking stuff like this. He probably well doesn't. at this point. But I, I mean, even before this point, right? Like your actions suggest that maybe you know there there is a lack of trust on both sides. Maybe that's how trust works ultimately right like you both can feel it and so therefore no one really trusts the other one but point being some dudes i think could bury the hatchet and work in a way the following year that was you know healthy and and you don't have to worry about it rearing its head or any ramifications of what happened in the past and we can let bygones be bygones and let's i don't know that i would put Kyrie in that category so again um, and I don't know. Kyrie's not the only one. I'm just saying there, you know, some there are people that I'd be like, uh, I don't know that. I don't know that you I might. I think Kyrie say is the bear- biggest representation of what a star player is. Just well, look, at, you know, like the peak of what that is. Yeah, I the, look. I I sat in a meeting. I've said this. I've told this story before. Where you know we had a, a big blow up as 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 me, the player, the coach, and and the organization then got involved, right? And I sat with the coach and the general manager of the Utah Jazz at the time. And so to to me defending Kyrie a little bit, organizations are like this too, right? Like they asked me if I was wanted to, was I going to demand a trade? And I told them, no, like I'm not demanding a trade. Like we had a blow up. I can get past it if you can get past it. But if you can't, you tell me right now and I'll I'll tell everyone that I want to trade. And all of them do is look me right in the face and we're like, no, we're good. And I said, okay, well then, I'm good. Like we're good. And they clearly in hindsight weren't good. So, you know, it goes both ways. Well, it's right? funny. Cause like, <laughs> it's funny because if you look at it from, look, look at it from both sides, right? Let's look at it from the net side. Nets are like, you know, prior to the season, this mandate goes in the key to NY where, Hey, if you're a home performer, you need to get vaccinated to play in home arenas. Right. Whatever you feel about that, that whatever you feel about that mandate, that's what the mandate was. And so, you know, Nets are like, hey, to their team, yo, we gotta get y'all gotta get vaxxed, right? He's the only one that doesn't get vaccinated, right? And then he misses games, makes the other superstar on the on the team. It's TBD on how Kevin feels at this point, but mm-hmm. makes the other superstar, James Harden, pissed enough to demand a trade. And, you know, if you if you seen some games, at least have the illusion that he quit on his team. Right. That's how pissed off he was and asked for a trade. And then, you know, you play 29 games. Um, and I just did the calculations over his last th- over his last three seasons. Kyrie has played 103 out of a possible 246 regular season games. I don't know the percentages on that, but that's not good. Mm-hmm. Right. And you come back and then you can only play road games. And we put all these concessions for you. And it's still not enough, right? And as you know, the best availability, best ability is availability. That's the net side, right? So, like, I can see why they're at their wit's end. On the Kyrie end of it, I'm just going to make a case, right? I'm just going to make a case real quick. Kyrie's end. Hey, man, like, y'all said I would be good. You know, I, th- I we held out hope that, you know, this mandate that I would be exempt from it, right? We held out hope. And then publicly, you guys said you guys all have my back and you said we were good and you said all these things. Now, you know, after I've committed and I'm making a case here, this is just the, the Kyrie case. 
I said I'd be here and I said I'd be locked in. I'm, I'm committed to this organization. And then all of a sudden these leaks come out. Honestly, I think the Nets case is, bear, is just is a more compelling case if you're going to go to court. Uh, yeah, even I, as I, I mean, speak I, it out, I don't, I don't, even I, I, as I speak yeah. it out, like I tried, I tried. You want me to poke? You want me to poke holes in the Kyrie case, or you just I, you, you I, I figured was it out as to, you were saying it? No, it's a, yeah, a valiant to. effort on your part. I was trying. Um, I said this when it happened, and this was so politically polarizing that no one could see or hear what was being said because they were turning it into something else altogether. Right? Every time you talked about his choice to either get the vaccine or not get the vaccine. Take politics out of it, completely out of it, and boil it down to you have a choice that everyone else has, right? And everyone else says, whether they like it or not, they are going to do it because they have an obligation to each other and to this quest that they're on. And you singularly say, I'm not down with that. You have alienated yourself. Mm -hmm. No one has done anything to you. You made that choice. So no matter what they're saying, what they're, what are they supposed to say? They have no recourse. They can't make you fucking play. Like they're not, you know, they like they're trying to work it out. You're one of their star players. Like your talent oozes from the pores every time you step in the building. But so they're trying to walk on eggshells. But the point is you put yourself in that position for everyone to be like, man, this look at this shit, bro. We're all in here trying to get it done. And so, I like Kyrie. I think Kyrie is a good dude at the end of the day. Great heart. But, you know, you fucked up with that one. If, in, in, terms of, in terms of ingratiating yourself to the team and to your teammates, in that regard, you fucked up. We can have the debate and we'll get into all of the rest. You, you, but in that, yeah, people are going to be looking at you sideways and you lost trust. So I've done this before. I'm going to do it one more time i juxtapose Kyrie's vaccine situation and i'm not making the, again like it is what it is we're so far removed from that but i i to your point about being a teammate and because that's what it comes down to at the end of the day right it's just being a, a teammate i juxtapose that with one andrew wiggins who you remember at the beginning of the season yeah. said like yo man i'm not or even into last season yo i'm not really down on the vaccine i'm not really doing it you know, and then meets with the team and the team is like, bruh, you are great. You're great for this organization. We we're trying to win a championship. We need you. We need you, bro. Like we we need you. Go get that jab right quick. You never heard anything. You never heard anything from Andrew Wiggins since. Right. He took the shot, even though if he, he took it so he could play. Where is where? What, what was he doing last week, Roger? What was he doing yesterday? I mean, doing something at a parade somewhere. He was celebrating it, down but... Market Street in San Francisco with all the rest of the homies who won a title. Yeah. All right. Let me, let me, let me, Logan, it's perfect. That's a perfect, you know, juxtaposition for, 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 for Kyrie's choosing not to get it. But let's, let's do this. Let's give Kyrie the benefit of the doubt. Cause I do believe Kyrie to be an intelligent person with, with things going on in his world that, that might trend, like be bigger than basketball for him. Right. So, Let's say, you know, Kyrie's stance and what, what he was trying to do was make the world a better place in, in his capacity to do so. Let's just say that's his quest, right? Like, it's bigger than basketball for me. And I, I've seen him allude to things like that before, right? I got no beef with it. Hey, bro, like, everybody's got their own call and their own path. But even in that, as your employer who is trying to win NBA championships – you are not on the same path and track as we are. You're really talented, but 
but your focus is elsewhere. Like, so I, I can give you like, Hey man, go do that. Like no one's knocking you for that. But as it pertains to us and what we're trying to do, you're not present and you're not available. And for that, I got to worry about trusting you, right? Because these are finite windows, Logan. These things aren't open forever. Yeah. And, and we chose to put priorities somewhere else this year. Whether I agree with them or not, you chose to put priorities somewhere else. And that put us in a bad spot. New customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. The NBA Finals may be over, but FanDuel Sportsbook is still here to help you make every moment more with all your favorite sports and teams, including NBA futures and draft props. Right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up, place your first bet, and FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in free bets if you don't win. Head over to the FanDuel app to check out all of their draft props, including individual player positions, the first five overall picks, and you can parlay the top five players you think will be in the top 10 picks. FanDuel is so great because there's great promotions every day. The app is safe and secure, and you get paid fast. There's no better place to bet on NBA props and features than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code RINGERNBA to get started with your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. 21 or older in Arizona, Illinois, Louisiana, permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, West Virginia, or Wyoming. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com backslash RG, Michigan, New Jersey, Illinois. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342, Arizona. 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana. Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. So let's go down the line. There's some teams that are expected to be interested if Kyrie gets, gets traded or Kyrie wants or opts into a trade. Those three teams. I'm going to go down the line and just, we'll just go down with our opinion and see, see what it is, see what's going on. So apparently the Clippers are reportedly interested. Huh. That'd be a fun team for Kyrie to go play with, right? That'd be that'd be cool, right? I don't know if they I don't know if they would win it. I don't know if they would win, but no, you, you, it, no, it would be entertaining. Look, Kyrie's talent. You drop him in any mix, right? It would be very interesting, and I and it would it would certainly raise their talent level. Here's what I worry about with the Clips. Oh, my bad. Stream of consciousness. They got one thing going for them. It's T. Lou, who's dealt with Kyrie before and is as good a head coach as there is out there and has a firm grasp while being a player's coach also understands how to keep people in line and kind of control them. And also did a really good job last year. Good T. Lou did a really good job last year. Great coach. He's a fantastic coach. Like, that's not even debatable. But what I kind of, what I worry about with Kyrie at times is not having the hand strong enough to control it. Hmm. Do you, can you dig what I'm saying? And I don't know that Kawhi or Paul George as as stars and leaders of that team would be able to kind of, for lack of a better way to put it, control what what Kyrie can be at times. Yeah, you know. But I think T. Lou being there, T. 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 Lou could. So T. Lou could. But I, I I think you may have a good point because even throughout their tenure, like Kawhi and PG's tenure, even from the first season, there have been whispers of like 
Or there's just been stuff that happens that just doesn't happen in a, in a locker room with strong leadership, if that makes sense, right? Just like teams talking out, just losing games they're not supposed to. Um, just a lot of stuff that if the Clippers maybe had a higher profile in the league, it probably would be a bigger story. But there have just been a lot of, lot of, I don't know if, I don't know if, I think Kyrie would butt heads is, is with them. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's a strong enough uh, for, uh, locker room for that to, to work. I mean, that's, that's, it's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. But, you know, I would give them a shot because of T. Lou. That's not to take anything away from, from Paul George and Kawhi, but, you have to have very, very strong culture and leadership. Yeah. Okay. When you're when you're talking about <laughs> when you're talking about doing what you're talking about doing. Yeah. The New York Knicks. <laughs> yes. That'd just be great. Just do yes. it. Just, let's just yeah, do, it. do it. Let's just do <laughs> it. it. I don't even know <laughs> what the situation is. Let's just do it though. Let's, let's go. go. Yes. Throw him in the garden, and we're yes. Let's go. And I. I yeah. Yes. No, let's just do it. I don't like. I think we're on the same page here. I don't think. I don't think it'll crash and burn. I don't think it'll work out. But like, I would love to see it. Yeah, that's one I'd sign up for. I would go to games to go see that. I would just, uh, I, yeah. Why did that just do that to me? Right? Like, I was so prepared to be like. Why did we get so giddy when next, that happened? I was like, yes, <laughs> let's do it. Why did we get so giddy? I don't think that was that wasn't okay. All right, for no reason. Like, I have no <laughs> great like basketball breakdown of why it's a yes like no no fit or lack thereof i'm just telling you you said that we just want to see nah we're just messy and we want to just see we just want to see some shit what happened that's what it was we just got we both got a little messy and we both got like oh shit that's gonna happen uh okay so the knicks i actually you want me to get deeper into it let's get deeper into it first of all he's a new york city kid like at his core um i think that the knicks and the stage that is Madison Square, perfect for an act and an entertainer like Kyrie. Yes. And I think that all that comes along with being good and being a star and putting up huge performances in New York, hear what I'm saying to you. Like, I'm not saying championships. I'm saying performances as if you're on Broadway or, yeah. or something like that. I think the celebration of that is going to be intoxicating in a way that would keep Kyrie at his best. Okay. I just, I just, wouldn't it be hilarious? Like, because <laughs> the Knicks were supposed to get Kyrie and Kevin. And it would just be hilarious if the only, if they all the Knicks ended up with was Kyrie at the end of the day after a season like what just happened. I just think that would be funny. That would be, that'd be that pretty would be pretty funny. It'd be very Knicks. And they would win all those assets that they got, all the you know they all the goodwill that they built up. They traded it for Kyrie, and it probably just another forty win season at best. I'm still signing up. Let's fucking do it. League pass <laughs> every day. Like yes, bro. I'm on. I'm locked in to NBA today every day. When doing that, I'm locked oh, in. Um, if Kyrie goes there, um, oh, just the Knicks mystique too. Like it would just be. Oh, just be. It'd be. Let's make this happen, guys. All the basketball gods, let's make this straight happen. Um, yeah. There's one more team, though, Raja. There's one more team that Chalms put out there, which I think would honestly be just probably be the best for all. If we went to the Lakers, you know, we just kind of alluded to that with, with Jomi on there. Um, she doesn't know this, but I want to bring I want to bring Sasha Mack in. Sasha Mack, can you come in and let's 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 talk let's talk let's talk shop really quickly, Sasha Mack. Okay, Sasha Mack. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, our resident Laker fan on here right now, how would you feel if Kyrie and no, LeBron could reunite I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, there's a resident Laker fan right now on this, um, right now on this episode. How would you feel if, uh, if Kyrie gets traded and reunited with LeBron? I honestly, I'm kind of down. <laughs> he'd be able to play every game in LA. He'd be able to play, right? Yeah. Yeah. He should be. He'd be able to play. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? Can't be worse than Russell Westbrook, can it? Like, hey, hey, hey! No, it's a fit. It's a fit. It's a fit. I'm sure somewhere he could be great. Listen, he was great numbers wise. He always is, but like, it just didn't work out. the The personality fit seemed bad too. Like, he was pissed off by the end of the season. He was like getting in, you know, talking mad shit at every like press conference. It was like, okay, like. This didn't work out. There was a personality issue and there was, you know, an on-court issue. We couldn't make it work. AD didn't also didn't play for like 50% of the season. Um, that's a different... We're talking about Kyrie missing 50% of the season. And yeah. Davis missed 50% of the season too. Mm. <laughs> um, I, all right. I, I got to right. cool off with that, but... Ah, <laughs> I feel like good. I feel like you could have achieved one saying, yes, give me Kyrie without doing the other which was slandering Russell Westbrook's name, which you know I will have none of. I don't believe. Of I don't believe Roger watched that much of. I don't think he's watched that much of Russell Westbrook. This I did. Season. I don't think he him, really. Wa- I don't think he. I know it wasn't a good. We had to stop watching games. I know it wasn't. Like there was literally like a part of the season where it was like, yeah, okay, we're not watching games anymore. Like this is this. It's not going to be fun in the house. It's not going to be like a fun vibe. Like it was like the vibes were awful. I'm not trying to denigrate him as a player. I think that like there was a horrible fit. Um, I don't know what they were thinking. If anything, I'm talking about the front office. I'm like, what were you thinking? Like, what the fuck you traded Kuzma? And like, what are you doing? Like that, that was, and everybody had a bad reaction when the trade happened. And then there was like the backlash to the, to the backlash of like, I actually think that Russell Westbrook is going to be really good for the Lakers. Like, let we were me, there. we were there, maybe, we're, we're there. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, we were there. And then, yeah. I would, and then I was like, Oh, maybe this was starting to like this. And then, you know, the actual basketball happened. And that was a very disappointing season. I think that Lakers fans are looking for a, I think they're looking for Russell Westbrook to be gone. Number one. But I also think they're looking for like big change. And I feel like we need, like, we've been kind of using, like, point guards, like Dennis Schroeder, and, like, been trying out different kinds of point guards. Rondo, Schroeder. Rondo's just washed, no offense. But then Schroeder just didn't fit for whatever reason. He just didn't play well. And and then Russell Westbrook, and that didn't work either. Like, we're just running through point guards right now. Why not <laughs> try one of the most talented point guards to ever play the game like how bad could it be we it's proven you know why you're running through point guards you know why you're running through point guards right <laughs> why is that Ra? it's because tw- tw- <laughs> like me. lebron is your point guard so you don't need a po- you don't need a point guard you need yeah, you I need know. an off guard who guards point guards that's what you need but i agree not, that Kyrie. Yeah. no yeah. it is Kyrie. Kyrie's not a true point he doesn't play defense no, but he handle he handles like a point and stuff like that but he's not like a table setting point guard he's a scorer that's what he does so like 
and he's had his best, you know, years it. and overall success with with LeBron. LeBron is the type of the, LeBron is a culture driver, right? Like you, <laughs> yeah, you get in and you either you get it, you get down with the way LeBron wants to do it and the way the team is going to run, or or you don't. And so he would be the type of person, and there are a few of them in the league where I would say going to be able to to ultimately work provided Kyrie and from everything I've read Kyrie say is is kind of understanding of how good he had it when they were together and regrets the way it fell apart now if he's still holding on and it's going to be bristling at every time LeBron tries to set culture now we got another problem but if he's in if he's in buy-in mode well, I think what it's have great you heard huh what have you heard you just said from what I've heard well I've heard I've heard or I've read um, articles where Kyrie alludes to like the the regret of the way they left each other and not being ready to be led. Um, you know what I mean? And and kind of saying mm. that the grass isn't always greener for lack of, you know, that's me paraphrasing it, but like I thought it was going to be something else and I wasn't ready at that point in my career for what LeBron's leadership was. And so if you've evolved and you've grown and and you'll buy in, you know, I I, I think he's a really good fit. I think it's great. I think it would be. I think we. I think we. I think Sasha Mack is locked in. I think she's ready to go. She's she's ready for this trade to happen. Like I've been like Loki. That would literally be one of the greatest player trades. Like I would take an amazing, like somebody who's on court product right now is at such a high level and it's so good, but has like some personality kind of issues. To somebody whose on-court product is not that good and has a fit problem, personality-wise. Like, Russ is unhappy. Yeah. He was super excited when he came to L.A. because he loves the Lakers, and that's awesome. And we were all excited about that, too, because we thought, you know what? This is, like, his team. He's going to love it, and so he'll do what needs to be done. And... I'm not smart enough basketball wise to be able to say definitively what went wrong there, but clearly there was a disagreement between coaching LeBron and front office and then Russ on like what or something like that. Like he felt like he should be doing this. They felt like he should be doing that. And there was a disagreement. And so he got benched a couple of times and like, it just was contentious. Like it's, it's time to let go of that dream of like getting Russell Westbrook a ring in LA. Vogel, I don't think Vogel out there happen. benching people, bro. Chill out, Frank. I know. It was like it, the season was done at that point already <laughs> too. It was like, Yo, what slow you, down, what, Frank. What point are you slow trying down, to prove? Frank. Roger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to see it. <laughs> Roger, I think like, I don't, what, how many Laker games did you watch this season? I refuse to believe that you watch all like of them. Six, like six, like six, exactly. And how does six, to ten. Those six, six to ten? You six don't to know that. No, you all don't know aside. the daily grind, Raja. <laughs> you were outside. Aside, it was really hard to watch them play. The grind. We were grinding. Yeah, it was really hard to watch. I even the, the six to ten times I watched, I probably it didn't. I had to turn it off. So I'm not. I, I know. I know. <laughs> shit was tough. That shit was Just tough. saying. You know how that shit would have been like cured. Let Russ cook. I'm joking. I'm joking. You gotta relax. You gotta <laughs> relax. I'm not gonna lie though. 
the Russell West experience was kind of Dude, fun for like a game. Bench though. LeBron. Sit LeBron like, down. What are you doing? Like, Sit let LeBron, Russ cook. Let Russ cook. I was <laughs> listen. I was locked all the way in on that. It was like an early season game against San Antonio, and Russ put the team on his back in overtime, and I was like, mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the last we'll, time. I was, that was the last we'll time I felt you. that way. We'll fool you, bro. We'll fool you. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And then he played against the Warriors. He had a good game late in the season. I was like. I mean, by that it was too far gone. It was too far gone at that point. But right, yeah. all right, all right. Yeah. So in summation, I'm actually for it. I can get person. Like you're just like a weird person. <laughs> like, you're just like a really weird guy. I, like wouldn't be friends with you, but like let's go. But like, I, get I would. I would say this again for a personality <laughs> like that. Like LeBron's and his experience with dealing with that. Like you're uniquely set yeah. up to be able to incorporate it, like get the most out of it, and and be successful with it. Like we've done be it before. Love there. Yeah. There's got to be love there. There just has to be. You don't go through something like that, and there is. They need another creator. Like they need a guy like LeBron as he yeah. as, as he transitions right, and you know AD availability. I mean, I guess for Kyrie too, but like you need another creator, another person you can put the the ball in their hands and have them create for themselves and others and he fits you know Kyrie's as good as anybody in that space we'll just have to see what happens man because I even when you talk about this I think best case scenario for the Lakers with Kyrie AD and LeBron is about like 50 games just gonna be honest damn all right bro this episode is brought to you by Arby's it's 3 p.m and dinner is still hours to come maybe lunch didn't quite hit the spot that's where the new two for five dollar chicken wraps from Arby's come in Available in ranch, barbecue, and honey mustard. They're perfect for the afternoon snack attack or as an add-on to your meal. Arby's 2 for $5 chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy. But the only words that you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. I think that's a good time. Thank you so much, Sasha Mack. Um, I think it's a great time for. Uh, <laughs> it was a, this is a great time for a real one of the week. Um, just a great time to just go into that. Uh, I got to look for my real one of the week. Uh, look for oh, one too, God. Logan. I've been winging it. I've been winging it. I've been winging it. All right, man. Number one of the week, Raja. I didn't have. I didn't need any help at all with this one. Was ready to go. I'm gonna go with one Clay Thompson, who just like party hardied. He did like a Michael Jackson like toe thing during the parade. He was locked in. He was like walking, slapping, slapping five with fans. Like he had his captain's hat on. He lost his one of his championships rings in the in the in the bay. I guess on the way to the arena and didn't care. Like was like all right, whatever. A ring? Yes, bro. Like a a, hat. No, we lost a championship ring too. He, his hat flew off his head when he was boating to San Francisco. And then he dropped a championship ring during the parade. 
like on the ground and everybody oh. had to be like, oh shit. And like, try to find it. And then oh. he also had one of just an incredible speech where he yeah. was just like, what are you? I mean, it's the same thing. You hear Clay Thompson do speeches all the time. You're like, what are you, Yo, man. you know, kind of on about my guy, <laughs> but he's just very, so charming. Clay, Clay has like, <laughs> fully- and it's like, he's like doing the speech. He's like, it's just been such a great day. Hugging old ladies. Like, oh. and then, <laughs> Steph and Draymond are obviously drunk as fuck and like yes. can't stop. Sasha and Matt can attest to this, but like Clay Thompson has fully bought into all the Bay Area propaganda. He's like, I'm I'm jumping into the water because it has healing properties. The Bay Area has he- the Bay Water has healing properties now. Um, you know, I just love going on the boat when I'm having a bad day. Like, dog, just just I love it. Okay. He's like, I love going under the Golden Gate Bridge. I love like just chilling and just vibing. Like he's fully ingrained into Bay Area culture. It's beautiful. So Clay Thompson rolling it a week. I don't know that I find that as beautiful as you do. Um I think you're a hater. You like going into uh rivers, fr- uh, freshwater rivers with like them. crocodiles and stuff? That's what you like yeah, to do. We I don't, don't do that I, over here on this side. I don't like the freshwater like that. I'd rather the salt water. But my real one of the week is tough. This is a tough one. I want to go Bob Myers and and uh, for putting this together and all of that. But I'm going to go with my 10-year-old son, Zen Bell. Mm. All right. I signed Zen up for his second season of tackle football three days ago, right? He's also in basketball camp all day. And because of the way our family worked out, I don't have as much time like working with Zen like athletically as I did with his older two brothers, right? So like boxes that are already checked, like for the other ones at this point in their lives, like we're still working on with Zen in terms of overall work ethic and work, you know, just all that kind of stuff, right? Like not in a bad way. It's just part of, you know, where he's at. But he came home yesterday. I got home from basketball practice. He just had got home from football practice. And he said, dad, I, um, my coaches singled me out after practice. And I said, well, what happened, Zen? You know, like what, what was the deal? And he said, well, they had said to the other kids that like it was my first night and I was working harder than anybody else and that I was setting a great example for the rest of the team. And as a dad, I was really fucking proud because that's what it's about, man. Like I, I was really, really proud of my young buck Zen Bell for setting an example at his first football practice, um, even though he hadn't been there. And, and for that, he's my real one of the week. Fuck yeah, dude. Yep. Good job. Thanks, buddy. Well, that has been another edition. Real ones. Thanks for checking us out, man. It's been great. We will see you guys on Monday. But in the meantime, in between time, make sure you guys check out all of our uh, Ringer slate. Um, that is group chat. That is weekends with Waz. That is the void with KLC. Oh, the void! Um, that is uh, the mismatch. Um, we're going to keep the propaganda going. Black Girl Songbook with who? Roger Bell. Town legend, Miss Danielle Smith. And R2C2 with who? Roger Bell. Maleo legend, the Crestside Clown, CC Sabathia. And we in the house, man. See y'all all summer, man. Holla. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.